You going? Yeah, it's recording now. Where do we start? Intro music. This is Mythic by Design, episode two, and that was some intro music by Elsa. Nice job, Elsa. Thank you. It's fun. Our second podcast. Ever. Ever. Together. Together. Randall's more experienced in the podcast world than I am. I've done a few. He's done a bit. But we're doing one together. We're talking about design and branding and mythology and myth and our class that we're teaching next month. Yeah. Yeah, this arose through our class because we have been teaching about brand and myth and how we connect with a mythic perspective that we can bring into our brand. Mm -hmm. Brand being the decisions and choices we make consistently to bring an identity or offering into the world. So you can interpret that as literally or abstractly as you'd like. I like it. You can take that a lot of ways. Yeah leaving it open just because there's a lot of people you know who think oh branding and I was one of them I don't I don't want to do branding I'm not interested in branding it feels forced and so we want to open it up for people with different experiences around sharing who they are and what they do with others so we're doing a podcast yeah to give people an experience of what it's like to maybe be with us Mm -hmm. experience our class We've gotten some good feedback. We have. We've had fun. We've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of conversations about it. Lots to say, lots to explore. So we want to try to capture some of that. Maybe maybe you'll listen to this and be like, oh, that was interesting. I got something of value out of that. Or maybe you'll listen to this and be like, man, that was just a bunch of noise. Yeah, we were talking about that just before this around what makes something noisy. Mm -hmm. And I was sharing how I feel it's important to be intentional about what is voiced because there's so much Mm. that's said in the world already. And Randall had a different perspective about it. No, we we share the same opinions on everything. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Uh, Different Um, different perspectives. I think it's, yeah, there's a lot of noise in the world. And I think noise occurs when people don't bring their most authentic selves to the platform of their choice. And so I think, what does it mean to bring your most authentic self intentionally? I thought you were saying if people are just speaking though, like it could be any kind of conversation and that oh, is well, yeah. okay. about how the person's listening to know, right? to be able to hear through the noise. I think if you know how to listen, you, yeah. you can always hear something interesting in the way someone's speaking about something. But it really helps when they're passionate about it. Totally. And they're speaking from an intentional place. Yeah. Deep place, deep voice, where that you can just listen and be like, wow, that, that person, that's yeah. a real human being having real thoughts and emotions, sharing it with the world. There have been so many podcasts or shows that I've listened to that I have not cared about the subject matter, but the way they talk about it. Yeah. So good. Oh. Yeah feel that resonance through people's voice who do you like to listen to do you have anybody that you like when you listen to them you're like oh i love listening to this person david white yeah david white is one of them definitely definitely david white Mm -hmm. i like how he says everything twice (laughs) and he's very serious (laughs) 
And he wants to talk to you about capacity. <laughs> yes, so deep today. capacity from within. Yeah. From within. So you're I foreshadowing. Hope, hope he's listening to this. In your accent. So huge appreciation to David White. And today we're going to talk about capacity. We just went on a little tangential journey about noise. And our topic for today is actually capacity. So what does capacity mean? We're going to come back to, I want to know who you think, who you love listening to at the end. Okay. Well, that's coming at the end. Okay, fine. So capacity. capacity. Yeah. Yep. So. What does capacity mean? It means traditionally to carry or to hold. Mm, it's a good word. Capacity. What does it mean to you? Whenever I think of the word capacity, I often think of mechanical things usually Mm -hmm. like that truck has a lot of capacity to hold things or this elevator is at capacity or you were saying before that it often comes at a time when people are feeling a certain way yeah they use that word a lot when they feel a certain way when they're at their limit or Mm -hmm. they're about to run out saying i'm at my capacity i don't have capacity so it really having to do with this space and availability and bandwidth that someone has People say at capacity. Yeah, I'm at capacity. I'm at capacity, which is like they've arrived to capacity, (laughs) right? Which is an interesting way of thinking, like the preposition. They don't say I'm in capacity or I'm on capacity. I'm at capacity. It's also thinking about in spaces. Mm. You know, you'll walk into a a restaurant and there'll be a a little sign on the wall that will say 48 capacity. Mm. Right. For the amount of people that space can hold. So what we can hold, what we can carry. Mm-hmm. And this can mean something different when we change our notion of self. Well, we can have a different relationship with capacity when we, depending on how we see ourselves, right? Yeah. And one way we can change how we see ourselves is through looking mm. at our myth. And by myth, we mean the formative archetypal patterns that give rise to who we are and how we are Mm -hmm. it's not static it's in motion what's that saying do you know i'm gonna ask you um it's like a quote when they say if you think you can do it then you probably can but if you don't think you can do it you probably can't have you heard something like that before that you probably can't yeah like if you think you can then you can't but if you think you can't then you can't right and I, I was, I'm thinking about that because in terms of like capacity and how we think about capacity allows us to do things or access parts of ourselves that are there. We just have to learn how to think about it in a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. And like when I think about my life myth, I often think about, I don't think about capacity very often. I don't think about what capacity this brings. I mean, I, I do now, right? But when I think about my life myth in terms of capacity, there's a lot there. And when I hear other people's life myth. What's your life myth? My life myth is this guy walking around in this dark, big space trying to find that point of light. There's a big point of light in this big, dark space pointing to a little setup in the distance. And I have this sense of huge space. I can't see it. It's dark, but I'm wandering around feeling the walls, bumping into things. But after a while, it's kind of comforting. And then I walk up to this little spotlight, and there's a camera there and a little scene. 
I'm supposed to take a picture of it, and I walk up, and I boop, I take a picture of it, and then I wake up. That's my life myth. What does that mean? Analyze that. <laughs> so it's from the perspective that I'm considering in the moment. Right. I'm just looking at the different elements in Randall's life myth and what each of those may carry. Mm. Because a camera... Right. They all carry different capacities. They do Ugh. at different levels. The camera is yes. literally a camera. It also is a way to capture something it's mm -hmm. maybe it has a connection with memory it's also right. a box so it's it has literal and subjective and then even yeah. gestural qualities to it what do you mean gestural qualities meaning like if we erased any meaning and associations we have to camera mm. we just tried to know it as in essence mm -hmm. a just a expression of something like it's very core like if i were to make a gesture for a tree it might just be one of my arms held really straight up above mm. my head like kind of like a minimal sketch of something and by doing that you're sort of accessing a different yeah part of yourself and a part of that thing part of that that's thing more right mm -hmm. distilled and by by being more distilled it's also more universal mm-hmm so even in that, that's a, that process in itself is a way of getting in touch with different capacities. I need more capacity. How are you? I suppose. Are I you at capacity with capacity? <laughs> I'd like to be more in touch with that shift that opens me up to capacity I didn't even know I had. Mm. And that's something that we're going to be exploring in our classes and in our conversations and in our writing is how we reconnect with that abundant source in us. I like it. What do you like about it? Fills me with capacity. Fills me with the hope that I have capacity listening to you talk about that. Yeah, you do. Mm, it's good. It's, I mean, and now I think now is a time where we need to feel like we have capacity. Yeah. And it might not look like what we think it would look right, like, right? right? We might have a very one-dimensional view about capacity, being able to do more or work harder. And yet, it, we might discover we have a capacity to be in the unknown or be in discomfort or be very direct and get things done. So, mm -hmm. I think that's what I, I learned from my life myth from you is that I have a huge capacity to, to just be in darkness, be in dark spaces. Because... A lot of creative work is, you know, venturing into the dark woods and like trying to find the gems, right? You gotta, it's kind of scary sometimes. You gotta bump into a lot of weird things. Yeah. When we work together, Randall has me bump into all yeah. kinds of things and wander in the dark. But it's fun. Sometimes you, you can. Yeah. I mean, when you can't see, you notice with other parts of your mind. It's true. Other parts of your being. Opens up other parts of you in that process. Okay, well, this is our second podcast, and I think we're doing a great job. Vandal's all about it. You're doing a good job. I'm doing a good job. You're doing a great job. Oh, I want to know who uh, who you could just listen to for hours. You know, there's two people. I really love Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Mm -hmm. She has a soothing voice to me. Yeah. And also... 
have to say Alan Watts. Alan Watts. (laughs) So good, right? We were driving back from the ocean a few weeks ago and Randall's playing Alan Watts and it was just putting me to sleep. But in the best possible sleep. In the best possible way. You would wake up sometimes and be like, whoa, I just had the weirdest dream. And I'm like, you were out for two seconds. What are you talking about? (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's just something to ponder. Who do you enjoy listening to and what what qualities are coming through their voice? Mm -hmm. And maybe what what is noise to you? What capacity do you have for noise? What's your capacity for noise? We all have a certain capacity for how much we can listen to and take in. Yeah, how much noise can you be right. with? Right, how, how much can you be with? I'm noticing there's construction happening across the street because they're building a school. And I'm having to really stretch my capacity for how much noise I can take in. Mm. But I always remember like when we're up against that discomfort, there's always like a little space of possibility, potential to grow and just really get to know what our capacity really is. Well, that's elastic. neat. Elastic. Our elastic capacity. I like that. Let's put that on a bumper sticker. All right. Thank you. Give us some outro music. Thanks for joining us, everybody. This is our second podcast. We'll be doing this regularly. And we hope that, uh, hope you found some value in it. We're just two people being real, talking about myth and design. And we hope to see you in our class. <laughs>